Hello gorgeous, welcome back to the pod. I am so excited to be recording an episode for you after a long break. <laughs> there have been so many things going on in my life, health um, struggles and uh, just, you know, trying to get my life back on track, um, you know, focusing on getting my last year of academic studies started, trying to figure out my MA thesis. Um, a topic which surprisingly was really stressful or I just put a lot of pressure on myself without even realizing it but now I have a topic I am so grateful that I have a direction with that and I can also get back to recording episodes for you because there have been so many podcast episode ideas and it's it's one of my main frustrations in life in general but also with this podcast is that I have a lot more ideas and inspiration that I have time to actually get out there for you. <laughs> but today I'm going to um, record this episode for you, which is so important. Like, this is so important. I really hope that you're going to take your time to listen to this and really let it sink in. This is not for... Um, just just for people who have explicitly experienced a certain um, things in their life, in their childhood, which we're going to talk about. But this is for all women. And I think this is so important on your journey of becoming or in becoming a queen. And what I'm going to talk about is inspired by um, the book Esther Anointing by Michelle McLean Walters and this is a book we've been reading together uh, over on my Patreon with my small group if you want to join us for a discussion on you know join us in reading these amazing books and the exclusive content that I have there consider joining I would love to have you there but anyway so there was this one chapter in the book about the orphan spirit or the what I would call the orphan identity and according to Michelle McLean Walters the author of this book the orphan spirit is probably the greatest curse on earth today and I would I would agree with her I I really do but I think that we need to understand this in a larger in a larger context to see why it is so why do we need to talk about this? Why is this important in your journey of becoming a queen, in your vibrant flow life, right? So let's just discuss what it is. What is the orphan identity? Is this something that you might want to reflect yourself? Is this something that I am dealing with, that, that I'm not facing that I haven't even realized that I've been operating in this identity for most of my life or in certain areas of my life and it's hindering me in becoming a queen the queen that God created me to be so how do you know if you're operating in this orphan identity well, you have this idea, you have this deep sense that no one is there to protect you. So you have to protect yourself. And we've discussed this so many times that most of us women, we, we've put on 
put on this hard shell. We, we try to protect ourselves because we've been disappointed in the past or it has just been modeled to us by women, the women in our lives, perhaps your parents or your, your, your mother or, or some other uh, female figures in your life or with these strong women, hard women that you aspired to be like when you were growing up. All of these um, habits and and beliefs, they don't always um, trace back to having a traumatic childhood. Of course, that is a huge reason, but it doesn't always have to be like that. And for myself, I can say that I didn't have by no means a traumatic childhood. Uh, no childhood is perfect. No parents are perfect. But um, I still acquired quite a few of these um, beliefs or um, in insidious um, ideas that this is how it is. This is how women operate in the world. This is how I am going to live my life. So there are so many ways that society, the world, uh, media, movies, um, the, what we aspire to be like, how feminism is portrayed in modern days, in, in today's world, that we learn these things. So no one protects me, I protect myself. And it's this deep, exhausting self-preservation that you're constantly keeping up. And of course, there's that need to survive, which is normal. <laughs> we all have survival instincts, right? And this is why we we cultivate these habits, these beliefs and even identities that do not serve us in the long run because we're trying to, and we unconsciously do it, we're trying to protect ourselves. And the self is what is getting in the way here. So your journey in becoming a queen is so much about detaching yourself from what you perceived to be you. I'm not talking about, you know, losing your personality here or losing something that is authentically you. But we believe so often that our habits are the way we've believed um whatever about ourselves or of the world or about the world is how we are, who we are. But these are just layers that have been accumulating on top of who you actually are. So I always talk about unpeeling those layers, you know, peeling back those layers to get to the seed of that queen that is in you so that, that we can actually develop her. Okay. And then there's this deep sense of I am alone in this. And that is part of what we can discuss as the Eve wound that have been propping up on in, in some of my interviews and episodes in the past as well. The Eve wound of, of women feeling like it is all on me. I have to do this all on my own, all by myself. No one is there to help me. Men are not reliable. Other women are my competition. Life is hard. Okay. And that deep sense of I am alone in this is what's alienating yourself or alienating you from God. 
Because if you truly believe that you are so alone in this, it's all up to you. You you cannot rely on anything or anyone. How can you actually receive what God has for you? You're putting up walls in front of you and around you that are inhibiting you from receiving anything. You from receiving the grace to become a queen, to have a vibrant life. Okay. And then, yes, we've talked about the independent spirit, the the spirit of denying pain. You're denying, you live in denial. You're, you're trying to be a strong woman, so you're denying the pain that's festering in your heart, that's trying to get your attention because that pain is reflecting what God has you know, put in you. It's reflecting that severed tie that you've had to your creator, that you've had to your true identity, that queen identity. So the pain, like pain in the body, for example, it's always a message that something's off or that I'm now healing or something needs to be done. But it's always or changed. It's always a message. It's always trying to speak to you. But we we live in a world where we're just numbing out our pain. Whether it's physical, you take a pill and um, you, you just try to push it away. The same, same is here. Same is happening here. Um, then there is a lot of anxiety or self-sufficiency that does not nourish you. That kind of self-sufficiency that keeps you perpetually in anxiety. Or there's often deep shame and this feeling of abandonment or isolation. And I would add that there is a lot of self-abandonment that women are experiencing and are doing to themselves without even realizing it. Numbing your pain is self-abandoning. Denying your desires is self-abandoning. Denying your your God given identity is self-abandoning trying to please you know with the expense of of losing yourself and doing things that are are exhausting is you know self-abandoning there are so many things that we do that we're trying to be like men that's self-abandoning because you're not designed to be a man and you're wasting your gifts, your inner magical <laughs> womanhood if you are trying to be a man. That's self-abandoning. Then there is this operating out of fear and insecurity. You know, you're trying to overcompensate all the time because you're acting out of insecurity. Whenever I feel insecure or fear, my tendency is to overcompensate, to do more, to push more. Because I'm trying to achieve this sense of, you know, peace within myself that I'm enough. But it's not working that way. It does not work that way. And then there's this um, spirit of compliancy or um, the way you act around people is compliant you're trying to keep yourself small and invisible. 
or you're never trying to rock the boat. You're avoiding that at all costs, even when you feel like you should be speaking up or making a change. You're compliant. Think about this. Um, compliancy is all uh, also about um, not doing what you should be doing, for example, for your health. If you have this dream of of starting a business or dream of becoming a homemaker, if you're denying that and you're constantly moving in the opposite direction out of compliancy to societal norms or what what people around you are expecting of you that completely like feels wrong you just you just know it's it's not for you but you believe the lie that it's not possible for you so you're acting in this compliancy tendency all the time then there's an inability inability to receive love and it's like we've discussed this so many times how women need to learn to receive and i have an episode on this is one of the first episodes i ever recorded it was a quite some time back i can't even remember what i said but i think it would it's it's okay so i yeah it's good so go ahead and listen to it if you haven't already but um we need to learn to learn to receive love learn to receive anything that's good right sometimes we're in a position where we need to receive the pain because the pain again is speaking to you it's pointing you to the direction you need to go in and another example of this is when you're approaching your your menstruation um, the discomfort that we often feel physical or or just you know emotionally it's it's a can be a rocky time right it's about learning to receive that phase as it is so that you can move forward so that you can receive the blessings that are there because you're if you're constantly trying to push it away and deny and um and not let it come to fruition menstruation that is in this case um you're not reaping the benefits that are there for you and there are so many benefits about you know when it comes to our menstruation and learning to honor it learning to work with your cycle um, and, and friendly reminder to keep tracking your cycle. I'm going to make an episode, a short episode on how to track your cycle if you're unsure about that. But um, it is one way that you're not self-abandoning is when you're tuning in to your body and what's happening there. Then we have a big one, performance orientation. <laughs> and boy, oh boy how I struggled with this one. <laughs> um, performance orientation is what I learned very early on. Um, it's, it's what I learned is how you try to earn love by performing, by being a good girl, by being the perfect girl, whatever it is, right? And then uh, there's a deeply rooted obsession of losing something, the fear of losing what you have. So you're going to grip whatever it is that you're afraid of losing even harder. And that's how we lose things. Is when we're trying to grip so hard out of fear. 
we can't achieve anything with that kind of an attitude, with that kind of an approach, of that kind of a deep sense of self. If we're constantly fighting to keep what we have um, and fighting in a sense of like fearing losing it, fearing of losing it all the time. So to move beyond this, you have to realize that you can shape your reality. You are here to co-create your reality. And I want you to believe this, even if it doesn't feel like you're able to believe it. You did not come here to live an unsatisfying, self-absorbed, self-reliant, compliant, performance-orientated, competing, self-protecting, exhausting, self-preserving life. No matter what has happened in your past, And what I want you to really take to heart is that whatever it is that you're struggling with right now, let's say it is this, it's manifesting in your life in some shape or form in your, in your uh, work life, your uh, love life, your marriage, your, um, your, you know, dreams that you have goals that you have for yourself, your education, whatever it is, your health, your past, your family Um, dynamics what you feel like you're so weak in right now can actually become your greatest strength so because our struggle is what becomes our message if we let it and in the book the esther anointing so from a very spiritual perspective it was a process of fasting and prayer that helped Esther to move beyond her instincts, that those orphan instincts, because Esther obviously was an orphan in, in, in that traditional word of the sense and, and most likely struggled a lot with these things. And fasting and prayer is really about surrender. So again, we're going back to the concept of surrender and and making a decision and a proclamation daily that you are free from this insecurity, that you are moving forward, that you are now co-creating a new identity, new habitual patterns with awareness and recommitting to what and who you were meant to be every single day. And I'm just going to say it before we end this episode. I believe that the effect of radical feminism, the way it is manifested today, um, has the, the effect that it has on women is that we unconsciously learn to subscribe to the orphan identity and mindset from a very early age. Even if we're not orphans in that sense that we didn't have parents, we're still learned. We're still we still learn to <laughs> subscribe to that, and it's. It's a travesty because it keeps us from, you know, it keeps us from our full potential. It's steering us away from that queenhood, that feeling of, I am held, I am kept, I am safe. My birth and my existence was not an accident. And by the way, it definitely was not. And my identity is that of a daughter of a king 
and a queen in the making. Okay. And this is what the society is trying to keep us from. All these norms and this fighting to get attention, fighting to keep us focused on what is wrong, keep us focused on what we're lacking, what we don't have, what was wrong with us, what was wrong with our past. It's time we, we really let these shackles go. Okay, I hope that this episode inspired you, spoke to your heart. And if it did, please let me know and share this episode and I'm, I'm going to make more and, and I, I have another Esther episode of, over on my Patreon. But um, this I felt like was something that needed to get out there all, for all of you because it's so important. And remember that I believe in you and if you ever need help, if you ever need support, reach out to me, send me a message. And thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. <laughs> I hope that you have a wonderful day and stay in the vibrant flow. Petals, strip of my heart, edges, fullness, I won't sit right on every inch of my perfect skin. Now I'm all about that, don't you sweet it.